Welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangover Podcast, a show where, amongst many other things, we will discuss the roller coaster of emotions involved in being a fantasy football manager, with plenty of regular features along the way to help you reflect on one game week and look forward to the next. Now, play that angry guitar. Well, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Hangover uh, second week. Good to be back. Will here and I'm joined by Rich today. Hello everyone. I'm making my debut on the Fantasy Football Hangover. I'm very excited to yes. be into Rob's sizeable shoes. Yes. So Richard was uh, he's a founder member of the podcast but was sunning himself in Australia at the time of record last week uh, on a scouting trip with Tim Cahill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Lucas Radibi knows South Africa. No, wasn't it was uh, Mark Viduka. Mark Viduka, yes. Um, Mark Viduka and Luca Modric are cousins. Are they really? Apparently so. That's mind blowing. Yeah, learned that last week. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's good. That's totally thrown me. Yeah. So welcome back. Uh, and Rob is in sunny Swanage this week. So yeah. uh, he's on a scouting trip there. So yeah. we'll see how that goes for him. He sent us a lovely couple of photos. Yes. Of, uh, overcast sky. Indeed. Him on the ferry. Uh, so we're recording this from my flats uh, in an undisclosed location. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to get straight into some of the features again. Uh, I briefly better say that uh, thank you so much for listening last week. Uh, um, really good start for us and I think all the feedback was really positive uh, lots of you talked about uh, good things there are also some bad things jingles were too long things like that we're gonna we're gonna make some tweaks and we're by no means perfect but it's uh, it's getting there so it's good uh, one thing definitely that wasn't perfect was that the Twitter that I set up <laughs> which was uh, at FF hangover um, was uh, temporarily banned by Twitter um, for being underage. Uh, but, I, yeah, no, I, I think that's a good start, isn't it? it shows a kind of rebellious side <laughs> it, of, the, of it, the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Banned from Twitter, we so we, we had our, our banning um, lifted. So if you do want to tweet us, then it's at FF Hangover. Uh, we're on there now. We will be tweeting regularly from there. We're also on Instagram as uh, Fantasy Football Hangover. So definitely follow us on there, and we'll be working on our social media strategy and getting <laughs> getting it all right over the next uh, the next coming weeks and months but let's crack on into the uh, very popular fe- feature of 6, six in 60, 60. So Rich, I'm assuming you listened to last week's podcast. Uh, absolutely, yeah. We finished our, uh, our holiday in Bali and I um, was listening to it there. I loved it. Awesome work, chaps. Good, you have to say that. Yeah, um, obviously I'm obliged. So you'll know that 6 and 60 is our quickfire tips for the following week. Um, and last week, uh, I believe that we had some, some hits and some misses. Yeah. Uh, too- my, myself, I picked... 
Danny Ings, who scored, so that was a, a real hit. But uh, Jamie Vardy, <laughs> yeah, not so, not so great for poor old Jamie. Was no, it? yeah, uh, hit, red, in, a, hit in a different way. A um, horrible, horrible challenge. Yeah, uh, but so, Ings, Ings is a great shout. I think he's looked really lively for Saints, and uh, yeah, he could score quite a few this season. Yeah, he will look good. So, um, without further ado, we should crack into uh, the the tips for this week. Again, it's it's three from you, three from me. When uh, Rob rejoins us, it'll be two, two, two. Um, but Let's start with your three. I'll start the timer now. Right, so first up is James Madison of Leicester, who's their main creative midfielder, and I fancy him to, he scored at the weekend, so to continue. Secondly is Fabry for Fulham, who they've conceded a few goals. He's made a lot of saves and looked like a pretty decent keeper. And the last choice is another goal scorer from the weekend, Callum Wilson, who obviously had a great season a couple of years ago. It was curtailed by injury, and I, I think he could do well again. That's left me with 35 seconds. Thank you. So my first choice is Brooks from Bournemouth, who looks about 12 years old, but uh, looked pretty good to me. Uh, so I'm going to be keeping an eye on him. Uh, second up is Kante. Obviously had a good season last season, but has never been a fantasy football goal scorer or point scorer, I should say. Uh, but they're playing more attacking formation now, so I fancy his chances. Uh, and then finally, Hollybass from Watford. Uh, a couple of good fixtures coming up, and he looks tidy. So that is 60 seconds. Yes. Done. Nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> Pleased with that. Work. Yeah, last week we definitely didn't do it in 60 seconds. No. I think we spilled uh, over. I know. And there may have been previous takes where we spent far longer than 60 seconds this time. Not true. Not true. But uh, yeah, we got it in 60. So uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts on that. And uh, hopefully we'll update you next week with yeah, them scoring loads of points. Um, I don't know if you did see Brooks. He li- literally looks like a... I didn't see him, but I'm going to look him up after he's, this. I think he's 21, um, but he honestly looked about eight. And like he stood out to me on match of the day because of how young he looks. And is he a midfielder? Yeah, I think they signed him from Sheffield United in the summer. Um, and he, I think he started both games. He looks really good though. Um, and he's, I think he's pretty cheap on the game, like yep. five million five or something million. like that. So well worth, uh, well worth checking him out. We'll um, hopefully see how he gets on at the weekend and, and how everyone else does. Spending a few minutes just telling everyone how the podcast came about. Yes, definitely. I, I sort of summed this up last week, but um, I think it's worth repeating. We uh, we're three mates. We've known each other for long time, a long now. time. Yeah, probably nine, eight, nine years. And mainly when we meet up, it's to drink some frothy ale and yeah. to discuss um, fantasy football. And so we kind of thought about it, and we're like, why don't we just record this and see how it goes? Um, and so that's kind of what we're doing. Um, but the very key ingredient of the conversation is frothy ale absolutely and so one of the features of the week is uh of every week sorry is beer of the week mm-hmm. and uh i need you rich to tell us what beers we have on offer because uh you uh are currently we're recording this on the monday yeah um so you're currently bottom of our uh well about out of the two of us <laughs> yeah of two out of the two of us i have scored more over the weekend yeah um, i think you're four points ahead aren't you yeah indeed and i beat rob last week so rob bought the beers last week and you're buying them this week so uh why don't you tell us what we've got so i went for a little spread um i actually kind of kept it to local ales uh from london town uh so we've got four pure session ipa uh, a Hamilton Brewery um, steam lager and then Sandbrook Brewery's Pale Ale. So a decent spread of, of types from the new crafty world. Okay, and I think 
We should start with the Islington. That's what I'm going for. All right. Oh, that's a lovely frothy ale. Right, so the Islington Steam Lager, unfiltered from the Hammerton Brewery. Yeah, uh, I can't. I've had a Hammerton before, I think, but um, I, I'm, I'm always terrible at remembering these things. So it's a uh, it's San Francisco Lager, which is of course relevant for you, Will. Yes, that? yes, it is indeed. San Francisco via Islington. Yeah, yeah, um, they're actually very, very close to the Emirates. I think. So uh, there any, we go. Any Arsenal fans? They've got a tap room just on Holloway Road. You can stop in on the way to the game, mm, which, or yeah. on the way back to yeah, commiserate. Might, might take the edge off. Yeah, exactly. So a Vienna malt. Bad sweetness. Okay, well, let's have a go on this then, shall yeah, we? Let's test it. Sounds good. A, a, yeah, a robust 4.7%, so good for a Monday afternoon. Mm. I love this moment in the podcast <laughs> yeah. where there's just silence. I noticed it in the last uh, last <laughs> record. There's just this moment and then... Uh, You've just got to let it wash over your mm. taste buds, take a, take a second to reflect. It's um, nice. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty crisp, isn't it? It's, it's like... Um, um, yeah. No, it's a nice, fresh beer. Quite... I mean... You would say it's got a nice session one if it wasn't nearly 5%, which, yeah. um, mm. you know, take a leave. But I, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely have another. It's got a bit of a caramelly aftertaste mm. as well. Mm, I like it. Right. Well, let's crack on anyway. So, as you listened last week, Rich, another feature that we uh, introduced in week one was best of, worst of. Key jingle. <laughs> and of course um, last week it was team names which yep. we punished you for having a spelling mistake <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was a, a well due punishment I think that was a, a, a bit of a gaff uh, that I hadn't realised actually until listening back to the podcast so. there we go we're here to educate so uh, yeah Rich's team was Espina Collado yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great pun on Pina Colada, but it's a Colada, not a Colado. So we punished him for that yeah, erroneous O. And I have noticed <laughs> that you have changed your team I have. name. I, to I, the I, correct. I listened back and pretty much as I was listening, edited it. So there we go. We, we're changers here. We make change. Um, so this week's best of worst of is, as, as we said, it's new season. So uh, new team names, all of that, but uh, new kits, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the ever the, the roundabout that is um, new it's kits yeah. I, I always love this because it's you know when the, the closed season's happening and the, the transfer window uh, isn't open it's kind of those little rumours that, that scoot around Twitter and you get these sort of slightly pixelated mm. images from a store in Beijing yeah. like oh my god this is the new third kit and um, and then it kind of goes round and you find the, the new one looks often nothing like it but um, there's been some fairly bold designs I think yeah. a few teams have changed kit manufacturer and maybe there's a few few manufacturers trying to make an impact but um, the one the one that I saw that I, I really liked um, Chelsea and their kits made by Nike now and mm. their new home shirt I just thought it was really nice it's kind of the classic Chelsea blue but with a kind of quite thin uh, white and red vertical lines and it kind of has that 
has a bit of like a 90s feel. Yeah, of. it reminds me of an old French shirt, I think. Yeah. With, with having the white and, bl- and, and red sort of splashed around. I quite liked it. But um, yeah, yeah, maybe you'll help them with their slightly more expansive style of play. Yeah, so, yeah. maybe. I mean, they could probably uh, give Sari some tips on... Uh, <laughs> on sartorial yeah. excellence. Yeah, I did enjoy the bit last week at the bin <laughs> I watched it again. I watched it <laughs> on, the, on Match of the Day again. Or no, wherever it was on Sky. And... Um, and he just looked ridiculous. Like it's his shirt is so big for him. Like, I know. It, I don't get it. It doesn't accentuate a kind of particularly appealing body shape, does yeah. it? I, but like, I do love him. I yeah, think he's, he's quite endearing. Yeah, and I saw him holding a packet of cigarettes on the <laughs> touchline as well, which is good. There's a photo of that. It's been a while since there's been like an open smoking. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, so he chews cigarette butts. Really? Yeah, like he he literally chew a cigarette butt. Is that because obviously he's not allowed to smoke on the touchline? No, wow. Gone are the days of Slav and Billich. But like in, in the modern world of, of, of vapes and gums what? and patches, like what is the need to chew cigarette butts? I That's- mean, uh, surely, <laughs> as someone as someone said to me at the weekend, uh, friend Nathan, he he said surely someone should just introduce him to Nicorette. Yeah, like, absolutely. Dude, just get you, the gum version. Yeah, I'm not sure that chewing a butt <laughs> is such a good idea. <laughs> And isn't the butt just the filter, really? Yeah, maybe he smokes the butt first and then just chews it I mean, up that, and smokes the whole thing. He is a, a, a really like intriguing character, yeah. isn't he? Like, I think he's going to be great value this yeah, season. I like him. But, sorry, yes, Chelsea kit is great. I agree. My, that was my best of. So, yeah, for me, I really, really like the... I'm going... Mine are just third kits today. You know, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the classic the money spinner of yeah, the, the third sort of kit. Two outings a season kit. Yeah, and the Leicester third kit is a sort of white body with a, a blue um, sort of shoulder mm-hmm. feature. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not a designer. I'm not a clothes designer or a fashion <laughs> Maybe, expert. Yeah. So yeah, but um, that's my best description. Look it up online. We'll probably post it on our Twitter. Or, yeah, we should yeah. put all the best and worst of um, on Twitter. And I, I think it's another classic. It looks old school um, and just yeah, really really nice. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Jamie Vardy sporting it. And if, uh, if he's back, yeah, from suspension. once he's back from yeah. the suspension, we'll see. And uh, yeah, so what's your worst of? Uh, my worst of, I don't think it's had an outing yet this season, but it might possibly tonight against Palace. It's Liverpool's away kit, oh, which yeah. it's just a shocker, isn't it? Like yeah. a, a really bold purple with orange features. Yeah. It's kind of... Yeah. Lum- like luminous orange, isn't it? Luminous it's like orange. That, um, Chelsea had that luminous kit a oh, few yeah, years yeah. ago. Everton have had one before, haven't they? It's like, it's too it's much. It's just too much, yeah. yeah. I, it, it's truly vile. Um, but hopefully, hopefully it'll be making an outing on Sky this evening. Yeah, I always loved, there was a brilliant Liverpool kit a few years ago that was the green and white one. Well, I say a few years ago, I'm talking 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a green and white that they wore. I think it was green and white, um, ch- like checks. Oh, wow, it's yeah. Like big checks. And, and they was, had the E-crew number, didn't yeah. they? Um, which yeah. was a, a perplexing one back in the, the Spice yeah. Boy days. Yeah, I really like really like that. And oh, then, oh, so for me, my worst kit. is an absolute monstrosity, isn't it? It's, uh, <laughs> it's the Tottenham third kit. Oh, it's hideous, isn't so it? So it's this green, like sort of dirty, greeny, neony mess. And then it's Splurge, got, it's got it. apparently a map of North London on it. I mean, it's just a, do- a doodle. It's just like this rubbish drawing all over it. I mean, maybe it's something to, it could help the, the the fans get to the new stadium when, yeah. when it finally opens, possibly. Yeah. yeah, next year when it opens, um, they'll be able to get there based on this cryptic <laughs> map. Yeah. 
yeah, it's it's hideous. Check it out. It, I mean, it's gross. Yeah, I uh, in fact Spurs have not not wowed me with their kit choices. No, this the season. home ones that that sort of fading at the bottom that yeah. sort of can't really tell if the players have tucked their shirts in or not. Yeah, really high waisted shorts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's not not a good look. But um, yeah, let us know your thoughts on those. Uh, and actually, we'd love to hear from you with suggestions for next week's mm. best of worst of. Um, I know Rob has some ideas, and so that might we might use one of his when he's back but um, yeah definitely send in suggestions yeah. for what you want us to chat about our yeah. best and worst and tell us your best and worst in those features as well so uh, yeah tweet us at FF Hangover um, uh, or, or message us on Instagram which is uh, Fantasy Football Hangover uh, and we will uh, hopefully get back to you and maybe include your yeah, feature in the, coming weeks. in the coming weeks that would be great to hear from you cool so we should definitely touch on our, our scores over the weekend so far. As I said, we're recording this on the on the Monday, so there's still tonight's game, which is uh, Liverpool um, Palace. Uh, I've got, got I've got Wambasaka and Salah mm-hmm. to play in that. Have you got anyone? Yeah, I got Mane and Robertson to come in. Yeah, so favouring her. Yeah, Robertson's a Robertson's a great shout. I think I'm uh, looking to try and bring him or Mendy in. Uh, yeah. in the coming weeks I mean Mendy's obviously been fantastic and they're both it's like fullbacks are really doing it this yeah. season aren't they the yeah. way, so I think yeah either or both are a great shout I've got Mendy he's been been great so far and then obviously yourself and myself both Captain Aguero so yeah. a, a casual 40 points there um, and then my my other sort of big scores came from Arnautovic and Pedro and then Lasell. And then an assist from Edison, which is a, a nice goal. Yeah, goal-off. that's an absolute rarity, isn't it? Keeper I can't assist. recall many keeper no. assists. I, in, but in, what's disappointing? Three points for a keeper assist. I feel like it should be more. Yeah, sure. I feel like you should get more for that uh, yeah. Route 1 football. You know, let's <laughs> well, reward, yeah. reward Route let's 1 reward, football, shall we? Yeah, yeah the Pulis method. Um, but we've got to touch on Kennedy. You didn't oh, have him, did you? Gosh, no, I didn't. And you know what? If I was going to pick a Newcastle player prior to the weekend, he probably would have been the one because last season he was fantastic. Yeah towards the back end of the season but crikey what a mare there was some ridiculous stat about him that I saw on Sky Sports this morning that Danny Mills was discussing with the presenter which was uh, that Kennedy became the first player in something like 10 years uh, to not complete a single pass in the first in the half. first half, I know. And, and it didn't get much better for him in the second half, yeah, did it? Yeah, I mean, like, obviously that penalty miss. And it was an appalling penalty as well. So, it was terrible. Yeah. And he's probably going to face some mm. ret- retrospective action for that for that horrible challenge. Apparently so, he's got away with it. Oh, it's really? Fine. Yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, that's lenient, Because the, re- the referee gave a free kick, so they... So he saw yeah, it. Yeah, so it, yeah, there's nothing going to happen on that. Um, I guess for me he's done well is uh, Richarlison scored again and he I mean Everton's attack looks pretty pretty decent doesn't it yeah. um, I think they kind of got it together that and then when they bring in um, Mina who they signed for Barcelona they might tighten up a bit so they feel like a team that could improve yeah they're always so risky on fantasy football Everton I, I always know. find them so erratic and you 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 last, ping all your hopes on last them last season I like, you know, really fancy them to kick on into the into the top six yeah. and, and sort of Put a few of their players in, um, but they were diabolical. But Sigurdsson looked good again yeah. the weekend. So, yeah, I think they'll be be, be good ones. Um, and then I had a, a bangy man up front yeah. who I think I'm going to persevere with because yeah. uh, Arsenal got some great fixtures coming up. Um, traditionally, the sort of Arsenal-West Ham at the Emirates is quite a high-scoring game. So I think he's worth a bit more time. Yeah, um, he looked good. You know, obviously he had that nightmare miss, but... On the whole, he looked good, and I think he'll come good. I've got him as well, so I'm sticking with him. We'll talk about our 
Uh, we'll talk about game week three in a bit more depth later. We should absolutely touch on oh, so yes. TCT last week's our new our our, our feature which. Uh, where kids give captain tips. I think it's called toddler captain tips. It's a, yeah, I think we need to rename it, I'll yeah. be honest. But, um, They're not necessarily toddlers, but they are children. Yeah, children giving captain tips. It didn't um, work out well for, so, for Robbie, did yeah, it? Yeah, Rob, uh, his his junior scout, um, decided that he should captain Ericsson over Aguero. Yep. And, well, I think it's safe to say the, the adults <laughs> won here because uh, myself and yourself, Captain DeGuerra, got 40 points. I think Whereas he got, got was it two? two. So, yeah, casual four points for, uh, God, for Rob dear. there. So he's he's dropped down our league but considerably I think, um, because of that. I think Rob Scout had a little bit of feedback, didn't she? Uh, I think it was, don't worry, uh, Ericsson will probably score 20 in the next game. Yes, that was it. So, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what she had to say. So, um, yeah, we should do this week's toddler captain tip. Yeah. So I've, I've got a scout um, from Stoke Newington who I've uh, <laughs> tapped up to sort of make my choice. So we should probably hear a, a little bit more from him now. Hi Henry, welcome to Fantasy Football Hangover. You're my junior scout in Stoke Newington, uh, and I'm torn on my captain choice. I don't know whether to choose Pierre Omeric Obangimang of Arsenal, who are at home to West Ham, or Sadio Mane of Liverpool, who are at home to Brighton and Hove Albion. Who do you think? Sadio Mane. Okay, and so why do you think Sadio Mane? Because I think he's going to score more goals. Okay, perfect. Sadio Mane it is. Thanks, Henry. Thanks for that, Henry, and uh, good luck, Rich. Thank you. I hope that works for you. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. We kind of break the curse. Yes, it's a, not a good start for the kids. It's not, is it? Um, but you know, Harry Kane scored in August, so maybe maybe the curse can be broken. You never in the know. Same way. You never know. So we had a good reaction to uh, my, as I called her last week, girlfriend. She's actually my fiance. I got yeah. in trouble for that. Important to get that. Uh, right. My fiance's team, Fancy Football. Um, for those of you who are new to the podcast, she uh, has picked her team based on players she fancies. Um, it's not gone brilliantly for her. Week one, <laughs> week one, she got twelve points, but uh, a bit of a bit of a uh, better week this week with forty six points. Uh, I mean, that's, to that's, date. that's respectable, isn't it? Um, yeah, she sort of came good with uh, Kane. Who is definitely not fanciable? Oh, it's just such a terrible choice. I know, um, and Lukaku um, grabbing grabbing goals. So uh, she came good with that. She got a Bennett clean sheet. She got a gross goal as well. So yeah, forty six points. Great sentence that gross, gross goal. goal. Yeah. Um, she's uh, looking at bringing in uh, Alonso. I think she she quite liked the look of. Yeah, or, he's fairly handsome. Yeah, um, she needs to get rid of Danny Rose and Ruben Loftus feet, as she called it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I, she brought in Ruben Neves, who, as well as being quite a handsome chap, he's a very, he's, handsome he's a very good footballer. So that was probably quite a good choice. In fact, that, that wall central midfield of Neves and Joe Martino is, know, it's, yeah, it's, it's the Portuguese. Swarthy Portuguese yeah. duo. And who else really struck me as a, a terribly, terribly handsome chap at the weekend? <laughs> Um, as they were taking a bit of a hiding, um, Huddersfield Christian Schindler really yeah. nice sort of. Yeah. He's on her bench. Is he really? Yeah. Ah, excellent choice. And it, I, he will come in, but he got minus two points because uh, the six yeah. goals conceded. So that's not gone too well for her. But we did have some messages in from uh, from you because we asked you to message in with your 
uh, fanciable footballers. Who you would you who would you like to be uh, locked up in a prison cell <laughs> yeah. uh, with? And uh, our very own Rob Clark um, decided he he wanted to cuddle up to Mo Salah. Um, which is a fair choice. I, I think, think it's a fair choice. And he just seems like a lovely, lovely human being, doesn't he? Like good he chat. You know, I think he'd look out for you. Yeah, snuggle at night time. Just, just Watkin uh, wants a bit of Hugo Lloris, who you know I would say is what up there in the most most fanciful goalies. Yeah. Although I'll be honest. Alison is Alison's looking, looking, handsome, looking isn't he? And um, Fabry as well. Yeah, it's, it's quite it's, it's unusual for Spoil, a handsome goalkeeper. Spoil isn't it? for choice. Um, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Spoil for choice with goalies. Um, so so yeah, you, do, keep keep letting us know because I mean it will help it will help Natalie, my fiance, pick her team <laughs> if she, if you can name fancy fanciable footballers. Um, but yeah, keep us updated with that. Rich, who's yours? Well, mine was, was Schindler, um, right. which I was sort of debating. I, I quite, I mean, Bernardo Silva's a handsome chap as well when he's mm. not got the mask on. And um, yeah, but Schindler really stood out as a sort of a, an underwear model type. Yeah. I mean, sadly, yeah. no one will ever beat Freddie Lundberg for me. Oh God, what a, what a man with <laughs> yeah. the red hair, with the shaved head. Uh, Fantastic. Just a beautiful, beautiful man. Yeah. Classic absolutely. high cheekbones. Love him, love him, and Bobby so, Perez as well. The, oh, yeah. the Arsenal wingers in those days were particularly handsome, with, with the long flowing hair. Yeah, 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 definitely fantastic one. And David Ginola as well when he had his long flowing hair. Yeah, the grey. Oh, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice when a man grows uh, older and becomes more distinguished <laughs> and more handsome. And uh, yeah, DG was definitely that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let us know your thoughts on uh, on those choices, and uh, we'll keep you updated with Natalie's uh, goings on throughout the season. Hopefully, you'll continue to improve for her. Well, she's only one point off the bottom now. Yeah. So doing Indeed. So on to our next regular feature, which uh, you may recall from last week, is called Legends. Last week we uh, we gave Gary's Bellends the crown <laughs> as uh, as Legend of the Week. For and I mean, well deserved. What a move! What triple a captaining gutsy sure. move! Just brilliant. When that pays off, that's the the holy grail of fantasy football, isn't it? Yeah, there was a guy I I, I noticed who had made twenty seven transfers and took <laughs> a, took a hundred and four point hit, but he was top of the uh, the leaderboard come. Like I mean, Saturday night. That, that's incredible. Must uh, I mean I don't I can't fathom how you would do that. You'd have to change your first eleven three times. Yeah, I, I can only assume he doesn't know how to play the game. Um, Possibly, and well, was just confused by it all because. But, but then he did well, one hundred and four points. But then obviously that's all wiped out. So it's. Unless he's got a, a terrible, terrible short-term memory problem. Yeah. Kind of updates his team, wakes up in the morning, thinks, oh, crikey, I've got to update my team. Yeah, or again, maybe he's letting again. a child pick his team, um, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, obviously didn't work for, a really for, fickle for child. Rob. Yeah, 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 really yeah. fickle child. So this week, it's a it's a tricky one, and I almost thought about dumping this entire feature because I, I couldn't actually find <laughs> two legends necessarily. But I, what I've gone with here, and bear with me on this, I've gone with two Premier League players who, as you can imagine, lots of Premier League players have their own fantasy football teams. Mm-hmm. Now, 
normally Premier League fair players are egomaniacs, as you can imagine, and they pick themselves and and yeah. you know for their own teams. I want to focus on two brave souls who have not picked themselves okay. this week, but have done well out of it. The first one is Etheridge, who is the Cardiff keeper. Now, obviously, he saved Kennedy's, yeah, he had a great week, didn't Kennedy's he? penalty, kept a clean sheet. Bless him. He was on the bench Ooh. for his own team. So, I mean, a bold decision there. Didn't pay off. Yeah, you've got to back yourself, Etheridge. Yeah, and I think we need to encourage him to have more faith in himself. Yeah. Now, the other the other one, we I found out that there's a mini-league that contains um, some Man United players. So, Chris Smalling, Phil Jones... And Luke Shaw, all in a mini league at the moment. Um, now, who's who's winning? Phil Jones is winning. He's mm-hmm. on 146 points at the time of recording. But not only does he not have himself in his team, he doesn't have any Manchester United players oh, in his crikey. team. I don't know what that says about the current Manchester United wow. crop. Based on the the game yesterday, yeah, it's probably, pretty telling, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but not only that. So not himself. No United players. He also has three Man City players and three Liverpool players in his team. Oh, God. So, I mean, what does that say about him? Is he just so ruthlessly determined to win that all those allegiances? This is all I can think of. And I think, and actually, what possibly in this mini league, they're not allowed to pick themselves because Smalling and Luke Shaw also don't have themselves in their league, but they do have United players. Right. So, it's very interesting. So, I can only assume. I mean, Phil Jones, why would you pick Phil yeah, Jones yeah, for your own team? Yeah, perennial bench warmer. Yeah, so I get it with him. But. Although that know. said, you'd fancy him to come in after the way Lindelof and uh, A played yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Lindelof is just not working. They just looked terrible, didn't yeah. they? Really bad, really That's bad. But credit ago. to Brighton, they, they were good. Yeah, not know. long ago, Phil Jones and this morning were talked about as the England yeah, centre pairing, weren't they? I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of either, but no. they're not as bad as the current pair. Well. It's up to you now to choose which of these two sort of fools, I guess. I, I can't quite work out if they're legends or, or just idiots. But um, Etheridge and and uh, Jones, who, I mean, who's I'm, it going to be? I'm going to go with Etheridge. Yeah. I just, oh, poor guy. I mean, to not back himself then. I mean, how many keepers score 13 points? It's, that's pretty high for a yeah. keeper. Um, let's hope he can take confidence from this. He's obviously listening, as we, as we know. So he can back himself for next week. Yeah, indeed. And he's going to have a lot of shots. So, yeah, who have Cardiff got? They've got uh, Huddersfield yeah, away. So, uh, so there's clean, clean, clean sheet potential. I mean, Huddersfield don't look like free scorers, do they? Mm. Um, so, yeah, mm. back yourself, Etheridge. Come on. Yeah. Maybe so, captain. Maybe triple captain. Oh, that's a bold move. Yeah. That would be very bold, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd get a, you'd be the first ever player to get double legend <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. if you did that. And so. if that's not incentive enough. Exactly. So congratulations, uh Etheridge on being <laughs> Mr. Etheridge. Mr. Etheridge on being uh, our second legend of the week what a legend well as a toast to uh, Neil Etheridge we should probably crack open our second beer shouldn't we um, we only got through one on the last podcast we were concentrating far too hard on on, uh, on our presenting this week it's probably a little bit poorer and uh, a little bit more drunk but um i've uh, i've picked our second one out yeah and that is a uh, a another london one a session ipa by four pure it's uh yeah easy drinking session ipa for long days in a city that doesn't sleep there you go so. taking inspiration from new york uh so it's quite a, a reasonable 4.2 percent yeah so uh definitely true to the name session ipa 
So we should probably crack these open yeah. and have a test. Yeah. What a sound, eh? Yeah. Or a real, real well, sound. This, this is to you, Mr. Etheridge. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, Neil. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I do as well. It's quite um, citrusy, isn't it? Quite mm. like tropical on the start and quite mild on the end. Yeah. It's nice. It's in uh, it's one in one of one of Rob's sort of fashion cans that he went for <laughs> last time. Um, the last one was in a bottle. I do like the fashion cans, but um, yeah, the, the fashion beers are good. I mean, they're great. And it is, it, when you go into like a craft bottle shop, the the uh, scope for choice is truly overwhelming. Yeah. So ultimately you do narrow it down to the, the prettiest cans. There is a really good um, craft beer shop, uh, which is also a pub near here actually called the Wanted Tap, which um, I will absolutely give a shout out to because they're fantastic. Yeah, here's to you, the Wanted Tap. But I was, uh, I, I was, if I'd have lost the uh, the game week, I'd have I'd have cycled over there today and picked up a few cans. But so that might happen in time. But they've yeah. got a, a, a massive selection, and you can also drink in, so you can kind of pick what oh, you nice. want, take it off. But I always roll up there with an empty bag and just fill it up. <laughs> but I went there. I I, I think the lot I did a big bulk pack buy in. I can't remember when May or something. Yeah, and I picked up a couple of um, non-alcoholic beers because we, I think I was going to a barbecue uh, uh, someone who doesn't necessarily drink and uh-huh. I wanted some non-alcoholic beers. And I put them on the counter and the guy said to me, oh, mate, these are terrible, like the ones <laughs> I picked. And I was like, oh, really? And he was like, yeah, honestly, we'll give you the, those for free because they're so bad. Wow, really? Yeah, I just couldn't Yeah, he was just like, we bought them, you know, en masse and we've just been giving them away because they're terrible. They're absolutely rubbish. And I was like, oh, fair and, enough. And what was the verdict? Were they terrible? Yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. I mean, because there are some good non-alcoholic beers. You know, I like the Nanny State. Yeah. Um, there's an Erdinger, which is quite good. I've actually got a... Uh, Bex Blue in the fridge, which I think is a pretty there's, solid there's choice. A big, there's a big market for it. Apparently, it's going to be really big. This sort of low or no alcohol craft yeah. beer. Like the, I, uh, we've got um, a Mother Kelly's near us and a Borough Wines, yeah. and they've both got dedicated sections and some quite like trendy breweries. Like like I think Forpia might do one, and yeah. Pressure Drop, and a couple of others. It's kind of yeah, it's, it's good to see, isn't it? It is. It's good, and I, I, I don't see many on draft. In fact, I'm not sure I've ever seen one on draft. Is yeah. that a thing? Can you not get it on draft? Is that's I've never seen it. Yeah, no, it's I always you get your, that your, would be the next step because if it's at the front of a pub, yeah. you're going to get far more purchase than you know. Yeah, at the back. locked away in the fridge. So uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see when that let's when make that it kicks happen. off. Yeah, but. Um, let us know what you think are uh, the best non-alcoholic beers. We yeah. won't be drinking them on this podcast, but it's uh, always good to know uh, in case there's some uh, some need for non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, maybe maybe there's a driver in the game. Or in the morning, you know, first <laughs> yeah, first thing. thing yeah. Yeah. Fr- fried eggs, yeah. no one, no alcohol. Yeah, beer, I normally know, kick straight in with a beer, but, you know, maybe I should, maybe I should tone that down. Yeah, just, just hold off till midday. Yeah, very good. All right, on to the next... So what are you uh, what are you thinking about for your team this week? I know it's only Monday and we've got another game tonight, but um, yeah, what, what's your thoughts? Well, I, um, I saved my transfer, so I've got two transfers this week, and I've got Sanchez in my team, which I bought him in uh, after he's playing up front in preseason for United, and Lukaku wasn't uh, certain to start the first game, but I think he's. Um, sort of phantom injury announced quite late is a little bit worrying and things things aren't well in the United camp mm. so although he will score plenty of points across the season he's quite an expensive bit and I, so I'm thinking getting him out um, and I've also got Tom Kearney of Fulham in there mm. who did really well in the championship 
and Fulham do look like creating a lot of chances, but I just don't know if he's going to be the man for them to score the points. I yeah. think he's going to be more like a two, four kind of a week kind of guy. So I'll probably get those two out. Um, and then looking midfield, it's tough. I, I might see if I've got enough funds to to double up in the Liverpool midfield with Sane and uh, not Sane with Mane and bring in Salah. You've not got Salah. I've not got him. I had him, and I just had like this last minute panic. I was mm. like, actually, is he going to be more marked? Are people going to figure him out? And mm. Mane didn't play all last season, but when he came back, he looked really good yeah. after that injury. And I think the pair of, and Cater as well actually looked yeah. looked great first game. Those midfielders are just going to rattle in the points. Um, so yeah, and I've also got the the Chelsea youngster Hudson Odoi who yeah. had a really good preseason. I had to get a super cheap midfielder. Yeah. Um, but I think he's quite away from the first team and they've got a few players coming back. So yeah, two of those three out. And and then I'm not sure really in midfield who the sort of, yeah, I probably got a premium and a budget pick there. So yeah. tough. It needs to be a thought. Um, yeah. I'm, see, I'm, I'm, I've got two transfers as well. So I'm considering my options. I've got, I'm sort of not sure if Ben me, but I've got him in defence and I might try and get rid of him and bring someone else in. My defence is all really cheap. He has, but I just think Burnley are going to suffer this season because yeah. of the Europa League. Um, and then I've got Milovievic, who's on my bench and hasn't played for me yet. So yeah. he's been on my bench both games. And he's quite expensive, really. Yeah, he's gone up a lot yeah. this year, hasn't he? And he was amazing last season for yeah. me and, and for them, obviously. You know, he's set piece taker for Palace and... and he scored a lot of points last season, but I kind of think, based on the fact that he's been on my bench both weeks, mm. will he actually play? Would I be better pumping that money into the defence? I mean, you're getting could... in a cheap midfielder and then pumping a bit more in so I can similar... get Roberts, Robertson or Mendy. Yeah, he's a so similar to Richarlison, isn't he? Yeah. He's looking good. So I'm going to look at, at selling maybe Ben Mee and maybe... It depends how many Milivojevic... Can never say it. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, good to say. It says uh, how, how he does tonight um, against Liverpool. How do you think um, they'll do against Liverpool? It's a tall order, isn't it? Yeah, we talked about this on last week's podcast, and they, you know, they've obviously it was a it was a Monday night game before where they uh, they drew three all after yeah. being three three nil up and derailed Liverpool's title. But um, it, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like Hodg- the Hodgson's Hodgson's really turned them around. They look good. Honestly, if they could get Benteke scoring, then I think they could be like top top ten easily. I thought one thing that might be worth talking about is uh, Manchester City. Yes, um, a couple of things actually for owners of their players. Um, Pep's famous rotation policy. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of uh, Sterling and Sane owners who are disappointed. Um, yeah, I know. I was re- I'm really surprised that Sane's not been playing because I just I thought you know World Cup break he'd be you know fighting fit and ready to go but maybe Pep's just not been impressed with him over the summer and it's, it's an unusual one isn't it mm. um, he he tore teams apart the second half of last yeah. well most of the last season yeah. actually um, yeah and have him fresh but I don't know Pep seems to I mean as you guys mentioned last week really be Bernardo Silva seems to be kind of the first name in the midfield yeah. at the moment. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Sane's being rested just and he's just going to be their Champions League sort of hope, their cup Possibly. hope. You know, maybe they're just going to... He's still very young, isn't he? And Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a nice problem to have, I guess, yeah, for Pep. And definitely. The other thing I was going to mention was uh, Aguero, obviously, uh, was heavily captained this week by many players, including us two, and sadly not our different yeah. Roberts. Um, but there was a story on The Guardian, I think, that went up the day of the match saying he was going to be dropped look 
sparks like yeah. a, a transfer and panic frenzy across twitter was twitter was aghast at this this rumor that um was essentially labeled as clickbait by everyone that you know it yeah. suggested that he was going to be dropped and that jesus was going to start obviously jesus he did, start. did start but he started alongside aguero and i didn't bottle it i was very close yeah i was debating between aguero and asala as many people were and i was just like you know what even if aguero doesn't start he will still come on as a sub and score mm-hmm. So I Who's just went good? with it and obviously got a hat trick and smashed it. Um, but so I think, yeah, I think we've all been burnt by that by that particular um, rotation policy yeah. between those players last season. Yeah. Really frustrating. But often think, with Sterling, often with David Silva. You know, it was it was. I've, I had both of those players for a lot of last season. It was just difficult because. But if they play two out of four games and they score the points in those, which they invariably do, then maybe it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's worth tough. Just persevering, I think. But um, City is a bit of a, a favourite subject of yours, isn't it? Well, you yeah, think? I have spent uh, quite a bit of time over the last couple of days watching the uh, the new Man City documentary, which is on Amazon Prime, All or Nothing. Manchester City, as it's uh, as it's called. <laughs> and what are your thoughts? You know what? It's good. It's really good. It's really enlightening um into the managerial process obviously as managers ourselves yeah. you know we we have that kind of uh you know uh reputation to to uphold and uh i mean have you have you seen many parallels between your own style and peps is there anything you absolutely know? i shout <laughs> my players throughout you know, yeah throughout the weekend um i say i say the f word a lot um, you yeah, like to play out from the back. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I like my goalkeepers to uh, to, to pass. Um, you know, it's all of that, but um, it's great. And he comes across brilliantly, and yeah. the setup is incredible there. Like, the, you know, there's a scene where uh, where um, company is put into this minus 140 degree like ice chamber to do some to do some training. What's these? Minus one hundred and forty degrees. I think it must. Like I think that must be Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah. I was um, say. But yeah, and then, but the, what is what is brilliant? There is a guy on it, maybe Brennan, I think, ah, who is one of the kit men, mm-hmm. and he's a real character, really good. So he sort of um, he started working there when he was sixteen um, as a little apprentice, just oh, really? um, yeah, doing the boots and whatever. And now he's kind of one of the lead kit men. But he's he's so in there with the players and a real character. And there's. They, they win uh, they win a match and he's straight into the dressing room jumping on the uh, <laughs> the, the, the sofa and every, on the other sofa the like uh, medical bench and everyone's jumping around him it's brilliant they're really part of the squad and it's really nice to see it, it's really interesting that role of kit men um, Arsenal uh, had the same kit man Vic Hackers for many 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 years um, he, he fact, I think last season was his last season as a gooner but um, he was there right through the, the Graham era the Sejourn with Bruce Rilk and the entire Arsene Wenger right? but, um, and similarly like a big big larger than life character um, super involved players loved him from the old school and the new school but um, in his interesting fact was he he took charge of the Arsenal ladies team for oh. a couple of seasons tying that together with wow. with being Arsenal's first team kit man and he won the league with them That's which amazing. was amazing that is really good and he's a real like sort of sort of the earth um, geezer like if he wasn't a kit man, he'd be a cab driver for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, him managing the ladies team is quite, quite interesting. So that actually sort of inspired, has just inspired me to think of a bit of a, a, a tweet in. Um, so why don't you let us know who your kind of, your club's unsung heroes are. Oh, good call. The, the likes of the kit man, the, the groundsman, uh, a character at your club 
who uh, never gets any praise, never gets never gets anything, but uh, is an absolute absolute legend absolute at your club and an absolute hero. Um, I mean, perhaps I might try and bring one in for my fantasy football team if I could have a kit. <laughs> if I could have a kit man, <laughs> I like I like that. Um, who would your kit man? Yeah, be? your so, dream um, kit man. Yeah, so that that's All it. Who, yeah, who who would be your uh, your sixteenth your sixteenth player <laughs> on your uh, fantasy football? team who would be there as your uh, your unsung hero from your club so let us know at ff hangover or message us on instagram which is fantasy football hangover so yeah at ff hangover on twitter and uh, we'd love to hear from you but yeah i think that's uh, all we've got time for so uh thank you rich for your debut have you yeah, enjoyed it i've loved it it's been an absolute pleasure and uh we should probably say a big thank you to everyone for listening yes um, and shout forward to, to next week's podcast yeah it's been great to have your feedback your comments on uh on apple and and, and wherever you're able to leave comments are really appreciated we've had a few already we'd love more um, give us some reviews four star or above would yeah, be appreciated probably. but obviously if you think we're rubbish then just delete us and never think of <laughs> us again um, but yeah any feedback is appreciated tweet us uh, add us on Instagram like subscribe all of that rubbish that we have to say absolutely um, but yeah we'd love to hear from you so um, and yeah. next week will be our first podcast as a three I know we'll be welcoming might... back Robbie from uh, Dorset in fact if he loses the game week he might even bring us some fine Dorset ales I know I wonder how long I can go without having to buy the beers <laughs> I know I was thinking this earlier do you think you, you're going to do a full unbeaten season two weeks yeah. so far um, I mean you're above me in, in <laughs> the actual league table but uh, as a result of the fact of you not being here last week it's, uh, um, it's I'm on a winning streak at the moment yeah. so uh, let's see how long I can cling on to that for um, so yeah it's been great and uh, we'll see you next week see you next week cheers cheers